following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, your absolute favorite. Yes, that's right, your favorite retro gaming podcast. I, of course, am Brian Breaker, and I am diving into this game. And you know what? This is going to be kind of a... The, the fourth week is always the sad week, because this is the last week in which my buddy Cooper will be joining me here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo for now. I mean, as you guys remember, about four weeks ago, Dmitry Alexandrov uh, kind, of, kind of said his goodbye uh, for, the, for the month, as it were. And uh, But I'm, I'm really enjoying this new format of having having a rotating guest play a game and just kind of, you know, maybe reminisce or or talk about what it is they're experiencing because a lot of these games uh, Cooper had never played um, Daffy Duck the Marvin Missions. He had never played the Flintstones. But he had played Zombies at My Neighbors, and it was kind of very nostalgic. A lot of it he wasn't re- very very familiar with, but then he was starting to remember it as it, as it happened, which is always fun. But this week's going to be a completely different thing, is we're going to dive into the Pirates of dark water. Um, so I'm looking at that thinking like, well, that'll be fun. A pirates game. Who would not enjoy a pirates game? Well, guess what? It's based off a cartoon. Did you know that? I certainly didn't. Not until after I picked it. So that kind of made it even more interesting. I just looked at it as like, oh, the pirates of dark water. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a game that should be on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And lo and behold, it was, which is uh, exactly why we are here now. So uh, pretty cool stuff. And I'm, I'm very excited to, uh, to dive into the game. I know Cooper was, he told me a little bit about this and uh, kind of enjoyed the, the concept of it, you know, being based on a cartoon. Oddly enough, a cartoon neither one of us really remember which uh, is interesting because I, I feel like I had a pretty good grasp of all the cartoons. But, you know, Dmitry Alexandrov was very familiar with SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron, which we played about four weeks ago. Today, I had, like, zero knowledge of that whatsoever. So we don't, we don't catch everything, do we? We never, we never do. But I'm excited to dive into the Pirates of Dark Water here. And I know Cooper is excited to uh, check out the game. And it'll be kind of our, our, last, to- our last time with Cooper as we... Uh, as we move on into our next guest, which I already have lined up, uh, it's a returning favorite. I'm sure most of you can probably take a guess of who that will be. But uh, before we get into uh, the Pirates of the Dark Water, if you want to support this podcast or any podcast that me and Bane bring to you, including this or Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, a good way to support us is by checking out the Amazon link at BreakerandBane.com. It's very simple to use. All you do is go to BreakerandBane.com. You click the Amazon tab at the top of the page. It takes you to Amazon and you shop like normal. Nothing's different. It's the same Amazon you know and use, but any purchase you make could be something small, maybe like a like a song, like a, like a digital song. Maybe it's a, a digital ebook or something like that. Um, well, then they kick us back a little bit of dough. And what we can do with that money is we can pay for our website. For one, we can pay for new equipment. Like if we need new microphones or new microphone cords, things of that nature, we can pay for that. All of that, we can uh, help uh, pay for our... As I figure out what I'm saying, we can pay for our bills through that link at breakerandbane.com. And the good thing about it is it doesn't cost you any extra and you don't need any coupon codes or anything like that. You simply just need to click the link and do your shopping. Now... If you forget about it, which it's easy to forget about, certainly. Bookmark it. That's what I do. 
I bookmark it. That way it's there. And I always know that I'm supporting Breaker and Bain by doing my online shopping through the Amazon link on BreakerandBain.com. Now, it's time to get to the show. It's the Pirates of Dark Water. We got Cooper about to join me here for the gameplay. Let's dive into it. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is a Breaker and Bane.com production and is brought to you by Brian Breaker. Grab the controller, blow the dust out of the cartridge, and join the game. episode at on throwback thursday well breaker was busy some bitch that's why i'm recording it now it's actually sunday as i record it uh big underscore bane is usually pretty good about loading episodes up when they need to go up so i imagine it'll be up probably by monday um but i apologize for the delay so um you know i i kind of mentioned last week we had a similar issue but you know i will get the episodes to you uh it just Sometimes there's delays on my end, and, you know, I do apologize for that. But unfortunately, that's the realities of working 20 more hours a week than I used to. Uh, my free time is a lot more limited. And even on a day like a Saturday or Sunday where I'm not working, I don't have nearly as much time, and it does make things a tad more difficult. But we're going to dive into the Pirates of Dark Water. Of course, my buddy Cooper is joining me here uh, for this episode. It's his last uh, It's his last foray into Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, which is fun. But uh, Pirates of Darkwater, of course, is an animated series um, by Hanna-Barbera that aired in 1991. I didn't know that. I didn't realize it was an animated series initially because 1991 would have been like my kindergarten years. And that would have been my formidable uh, cartoon-watching days. The fact that I had never heard of this is kind of crazy because it went for three years. Uh, Voice guys like uh, Peter Cullen, who we know as the voice of uh, Optimus Prime, Tim Curry, I mean, I think everybody knows who Tim Curry is, right? He was the concierge on Home Alone 2. <laughs> also Pennywise and, you know, Clue and uh, what other movie was he? Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's done He's done some stuff. Uh, 21 total episodes, three seasons, so they didn't have super long seasons, but um, that's what it was. Uh, essentially, the show is the alien world of Mare is being devoured by an evil substance known as Dark Water. Only Ren, a young and handsome prince, can stop it by finding the lost... 13 treasures, treasures of rule. His loyal crew of misfits that help him in his journey are Ecomancer, an Ecomancer named Tula, a monkey bird Niddler, and a treasure-hungry pirate Laz. The evil, uh, the evil pirate Lord Bloth will stop at nothing to get the treasures for himself and provide many obstacles for Ren and his crew. So uh, it kind of goes through some of the episodes here. It uh, looks like the first season was... Uh, well, no, it doesn't actually say 21 total episodes. I mean, like I said, not a not an incredibly long season. 
Um, because especially back in the day, like I know Power Rangers, man, like their first season was like 30 episodes and their second season was like 60 episodes. So uh, long, long seasons for sure. So there's not a lot to go on here as far as what Pirates of the Dark Water is. And, you know, I was kind of going into a blind. I just, a lot of the time when I don't know what a game is, I'm like, oh, it's a pirate game. That sounds fun. There's not like a ton of pirate games. I know I played Hook on here several months back, maybe even over a year ago. That seemed like a fun one because it's like, oh, Hook, you know, based off of the Peter Pan movie with Robin Williams. That seems like a good one. But uh, for the most part, it's hard to find exactly what you want. And also, too, I, I, an issue I do run into and had I known this was an animated series, I may have picked differently, but I didn't at the time, is, you know, you, if you've listened to the show from the beginning, you, you heard with, like, Mighty Max and Eek the Cat and other shows that I've done. When there is an animated series or something that's based off of it, usually there's not a Wikipedia page for just the game, so there's not a lot of information I can go on. And um, this one doesn't even have a link for... For the video game. Normally there's like a, a short link. Like, yeah, the video game was other media. Maybe that's it. Uh, okay, here's a little bit more info. I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I kind of judge too quickly. In November 1991, Marvel Comics produced a comic book series based on the show, originally intended as a six-part limited series. It was extended to nine issues to include a three-part original story. A series of action figures based on the characters from the show were also produced. The toy line consisted of Ren, Nidler, Laz, Zuli, Bloth, Conk, Mantis, Jout, and the Wraith. Pirates of the Dark Water video game were, uh, were released for the Super NES and the Sega Genesis platform, both published by Sunsoft. The Super NES version is a side-scrolling beat-em-up, co-developed by Japanese and American staff members, where players can choose to play as Rintula or Laz and proceed to fight Bloth's gang. Up to two players can play simultaneously. Each character has a life-draining desperation attack, spinning kick for Rin, Ekromancer energy for Tula, and spinning punch for Laz, and the ability to block something not common in the games of this genre. The Genesis uh, version, developed by Team Iguana, later known as Acclaim Studios Austin, is a side-scrolling platform game with RPG elements. A Pir Pirates of the Dark Water role-playing game was released in 1994, but had a limited production run. Um, Pirates of the Dark Water was viewed favorably in the Scarecrow Video Movie Guide, which contrasted it with other cartoons from the same period, noting that it was serious, well-written, and had a certain amount of craft in its character animation and watercolor backgrounds. Collider called it one of the 14 greatest kids' cartoons of the 1990s, as well as a property worthy of resurrection. A lot of that's kind of um, surprising to me because you know, this is not even a show I'd heard of. In August, 20, August 31st, 2010, Warner Archive released Pirates of the Caribbean, the complete series on DVD, as part of the Hanna-Barbera Classics Collection, this is a manufacturer-on-demand release available exclusively through Warner's online store and Amazon.com. So now if you're not familiar with that, I've actually ordered a DVD through Amazon like that. Actually, two. One of them was the first season of Battledome, which was pretty cool. They basically make the DVD as it's ordered. And also the Celebrity Deathmatch Knockout Collection. Which was weird because I, I was a huge fan of Celebrity Deathmatch, which they actually made a PlayStation 2 game and Xbox game for that. And um, I thought it'd be full episodes. It was just fights, but they kind of categorized them like, you know, sports stars or movie stars or television stars or, or you know, whatever. And they kind of put like 10 fights together, but it wasn't the full episode because I much preferred the full episodes of Celebrity Deathmatch when they did that because that show was hugely popular uh, 
you know, in, in my era of the uh, late 90s, I remember sixth grade, people were talking all about it because they had Tim Taylor or Tim Allen, I guess, versus Jerry Seinfeld. And this is, you know, around the time that Seinfeld decided to wrap it up. And I think uh, pretty sure Home Improvement had decided to wrap it up around that time as well. And so this was like that, you know, two big American sitcoms kind of going away at that time, um, which was, you know, kind of crazy to think that, you know, that's when they ended and, you know, they're still very popular to this day. But yeah, like I remember everyone at school was talking about it. And I, you know, I, of course I see the ring. I'm a wrestling fan at the time. And, you know, I'm a wrestler now, but at the time I was a huge fan. So I was hooked. And anytime they had celebrity deathmatch reruns, I was all about it. But anyway, I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to get Cooper on. We're going to play some Pirates of the Dark Water and we are going to make it happen. Don't go anywhere because the show is not over yet. It is just getting started. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo will be back in just a moment. And now, Retro Commercials, brought to you by Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. The deadliest animal can attack without warning. And now he's boarding your plane. The Viper preparing to strike. He hears voices in his head. And they show him things that he'll do to you. This summer, witness the most intense ride of the year. Randy Orton in Snakes on a Plane. The Viper. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is back. Round two. All right, we are here. It is Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. I'm having some technical difficulties, which are the best part of podcasting. Technical difficulties. I've got Cooper here once again joining me. We're going to dive into the Pirates of Darkwater. Now, me or you, neither one, were really super familiar with this one, but this is essentially a uh, a game featuring pirates, obviously, based off an animated series that I knew nothing about. No, I didn't either. I had to look it up, and the first thing that popped up was the animated series. Yeah. I think so, it was like a Hanna-Barbera, or am I saying that right? Yeah, which, I mean, sounds very likely, because there was a lot of... Uh, pirates were pretty popular back in the 90s, obviously, mm-hmm. with movies like Peter Pan and... Obviously, there was the movie Hook, oh, which was like a so good. Yeah, it was like an, an older version of Peter Pan. Which I remember as a kid, I had the uh, Peter Pan sword from that oh, movie. Oh, I did too. And I would it like made the noise. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then like pirate toys were hugely popular, and um, pirates were just a big deal. Not, I mean, I guess up until like you know the Pirates of the Caribbean movies it hasn't really been a thing again. But yeah. there for a while, man, those were the pirates were all the rage. So, so when I looked this one up and the show popped up. I saw that Tim Curry played one of the voice characters. Fantastic. Which, hopefully, he played a pirate. And, uh, yeah. You gotta love some Tim Curry. Yeah, well, you know, I believe he was in Muppet Treasure Island, too, was he he not? He was! Wasn't he a pirate in that? He was a pirate! (laughs) Oh, my gosh! Tim Curry, I I love his, like, uh, his resume. It's like Pennywise, the original. (laughs) Yeah. You know, a pirate... 
and Pirates of the Dark Water, a pirate in Muppet Treasure Island, and, and an evil the, clerk uh, of the hotel. Home Alone 2. <laughs> Home Alone 2. Yes. And then, uh, like, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was kind of a douchebag in Home Alone 2, wasn't he? He, he was. Yeah. I, I love that line when, like, they confront him about, like, when he made the discovery, he's like, I made the discovery. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you scared him off. And oh, it doesn't goodness. even dawn on him that he's, like, been a total jerk <laughs> to this kid. That's clearly like you know scared to death. Yeah, because uh, he's in New York and a lost city, and you know befriends a bird lady. So you know, but that's yeah. that's how the nineties were. That's it. All right, so Pirates of Dark Water. Let's, we are. Let's dig into. We're this diving into it. Okay. Sunsoft, I believe Sunsoft actually did the uh, Daffy Duck game we played. Oh yeah. A bit earlier. If we don't start off on a pirate ship, I'm shutting it off. <laughs> Created by David Kirshner. 94, it said. On the distant and watery world of Myr, the dying King Primus escapes from the evil pirate lord, Bloth, what a name, to reveal to Ren his past and his destiny. Ren, the son of King Primus, must save the planet Myr and his home, Octopon, from the deadly dark water. This doesn't sound like it's, like, based on Earth, though. Huh, wasn't this the plot of Waterworld? Uh, uh, this sounds like it. Okay. You know, there's also a Waterworld game. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that so that can, might be one of those games where the game is actually better than the movie. Very likely. <laughs> very likely. So, who do I want to be? Get Rim, Ioz, and Tula. Yeah. Okay, Tula. Let's, uh, let's go with Tula, because it's like one letter away from Tulsa. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she's kind of attractive. For, she is. For a, a lady pirate, pirate yeah. Okay, so... So you get your map, map there. I guess you have to conquer each one of these areas, maybe? Is that right? Okay, okay, so we're not starting on the ship, maybe. I'm cool with that. Dragon's right? Maw. Oh, straight into the mouth of the dragon. Here we go. Okay, you got some big dudes you're going up against. You have a little dagger. Seems unprepared to be fighting evil pirate men, but... Okay, so right off the bat, the jumping and the punching and stuff already reminds me of Mortal Kombat. It, it, I was about to say, this reminds me a lot of, like, Double Dragon. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Where you're kind of just, like, taking out dudes as you, as you fight. And I can do some super punches here, knock these guys out... I can do... I love how this little woman is just destroying dudes with, like, yeah. two shots, and they're dead. Okay. It appears to be, like, a pterodactyl flying in the background there. I see it. Hmm, okay. So... Oh, I've got a sword. I can stab as well as punch. Let's see, we got punch, we got jump, we got stab, and I just threw somebody over my shoulders with my legs. Um, okay, I've got some weird move too. Is that a watermelon? I think I just, I think it's a watermelon. <laughs> because why wouldn't you want to get a watermelon midway through your fight? I'm beating up these big half-naked dudes. I need me some watermelon. Sometimes you gotta just, you know, just stop. And it makes sense, though, with a little dagger, that watermelon would stand no chance, and you could just yeah, easily, right. you know, just tear that thing apart. Okay. So, am I the pirate, or are these guys kind of like some not-good pirates? Like That would be my assumption. Maybe you're like a... Uh, 
Because pirates kind of got that evil connotation to it. Right. And I, I think there are people who s- sail the seven seas and are not evil, but basically, wow, okay, yeah, that was a big dragon-looking yeah, thing. That was a big dragon. I don't think there's any rules when it comes to a pirate. You don't, you don't have to get along with other pirates. If you don't uh, that makes sense. We have not figured out the watermelon. Wait, is that Some bird? big bird took it. Whoa. Wow. Looks like a mutant toucan Sam. So the bird. Oh, you have a really, really big sumo-looking guy. Big sumo guy. A big boulder just came out of nowhere. Oh wow! Just through the big dude with my legs. I feel like mm. for so early in the game, you were really getting like a ton of enemies thrown at you. It is, yeah. Now the ground just kind of gave way. Uh, now you are underground, as it were. Okay. Still a lot of falling debris coming after you. Mm. More skinny little dudes coming after you. Underground now. And that weird... Yeah, I feel like animal sh- looking I feel man. Like they should be playing the underground theme from Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Think about it. Mario had a really weird life. Like sometimes he'd go down a tube and end up in a you know big lake of water. Oh yeah. <laughs> you never knew what was. They never knew what was coming. You never know. That guy was just. Always on his guard. So, so far, I don't really know how I feel about this. It's, so that there's not a lot of action. Going the on big here. sumo pirate's name. I was looking up there, and it just said big pirate. <laughs> big pirate. Big pirate. Man, they got. They got. Wow. Oh. oh man. So they got creative on the names, except for big pirate. Yeah. So me and my friend were playing a different type of game, but similar in context. And one of the ladies' names on there was just Carol that you had to fight. Yeah. Just nothing else, just Carol. Just Carol. Yeah. Okay. Wow, like, so this big rock thing that's, like, just squished you, I guess. You're coming back. I don't know how bad you'd want that watermelon. I can't imagine too bad to get crushed over it. Honestly, I don't know how to get the watermelons. You got Tattoo Man and Lady Pirate you're fighting. Oh, and here comes Carol, that bitch. <laughs> oh, God. And Sickle Man. Okay, this guy's blocking my punches. Are they getting harder to fight as you get as you get going here? Maybe. I keep doing this electric body shaking thing. That seems to be taking out everybody. Yeah, it's like a get everybody at once move. So yeah, not a lot of action. It doesn't really seem like there's a whole lot of like real objective going through. You're just fighting. You're not doing anything. You're fighting a few bad guys, and then it's moving you a few feet. Like the same guys are coming over again. I see the names now. Tall pirate. Tall pirate. D rider. Big pirate. Big pirate. Tall pirate. Okay, that guy's name is Tall Pirate too. Which makes sense. He is very tall. He's huge. He's like the Shaquille O'Neal of pirates. 
What was the name of the Shaquille O'Neal? Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu. I remember my friend had that, and I and I wanted to play it badly because it's just, it's you know Shaquille O'Neal was hugely popular oh, at that time. Man. And like he's on the cover like making these weird fighting poses, and basically on that game it's like Shaquille O'Neal in his basketball uniform fighting like mummies and okay. you know robots and stuff because why not? Probably came out the same year as Kazam. Probably around that time. And they have a movie called Steel as well, where he was like a superhero. Mm, I do kind of remember that. Shaq was uh, in demand there he for was. a few years, man. Everybody knew who he was. I think at that time, the two most popular basketball players were obviously Michael Jordan, number one, and then oh. Shaquille O'Neal was definitely a close second. Oh, okay. Oh man, these rocks ain't messing around. It's, they're out to get me. Oh, I can change my character when oh, I Oh, I back? see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's be Izo, Ioz. Ioz. Well, he's got a big. He's got a big sword. This guy's just straight up punching the rocks. He don't even care. Is he trying to break it? Oh well, that makes sense. I guess you could try to break it. He's kind of big guy, so I think he's having a little more difficulty. Uh... There's like no avoiding mm -hmm. that thing, is there? If you can break it, it's not showing any signs of being broken. Oh, there, there it is. There it is. Well, you maybe I'll. Chop it with your sword. Oh, then I died. So this guy cannot jump very high. Wow. Mm. That seems like a you know very small amount. I mean, Mario was a out of shape plumber, and he could easily jump that. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm having to continue. Let's try a different character here. Rin. Okay, this guy looks pretty athletic. He kind of looks a little He-Man like. Okay, he made the jump first try. Yeah. I wonder if it's like. One of those things where certain characters do certain things better. Yeah. It would make sense, I guess. I just picked up my first item and I don't know what it was. I'm liking this guy, though. He's, he seems to be a pretty good fighter. He seems to uh, have his skills down. This guy's dagger and he's, he's tearing people up with it. Special move. He's doing that big spin kick, yeah, taking out everybody. It doesn't seem as effective though. I feel like the other, the other chick was doing some damage on her. She had like the electric field right. thing. Big pirate's still hanging in there. There he goes. He is, man. He ain't snapping up. Oh, maybe he's he's secret. Oh, oh there he goes. Yeah, there you go. So is that the end of the level? I think that was it. Oh. You're kind of back... Oh, okay, this, this has got to be the boss. This is definitely a boss. He, uh, big dude. His name's Bloth. Okay, I remember reading that name now. He, uh, got a weird, like, jacket. Yeah. Looks like some bones on the top of it there, maybe. It's, uh, he's got some goons with him. He, he does. He did not come alone. And you got to kind of take out the goons while you take out the boss. 
know, being the boss probably isn't a difficult job. He, he's not doing anything. Right, yeah, he's, he's like, coming in and picking you apart when you're yeah, weak. you know? But you gotta take out Big Pirate and him at the same time. Big Pirate. What's this guy's name? Oh, Bloth. Okay. Blossy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like you, Bloth. If this is who Tim Curry played, I will be disappointed. <laughs> okay, I see. He's almost dead. And Got him. I believe that is it. Is that the end of the first level? No. Oh, he's going to come back. Oh, he's coming back as a ghost, because why wouldn't he? Oh, no, he's gone. Level clear. Cool. Well, as we wrap up Pirates of the Dark Water, what are your, what are your thoughts on this oh, one? Oh, man, I don't know about this one. I don't know. There wasn't, uh, I said this earlier, there wasn't a lot of action going on. Yeah. Um, it was basically just kind of like... Well, I said you found a compass, I guess. That's okay, a, that's I did pick thing. up something there towards the end. Yeah. So maybe as I'm collecting things and getting these bad guys, things will change a little bit throughout the levels. Don't know. It looks like the second level is trying to take me to a different area. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Right off the bat, first first level, not super impressed. Not super impressive. I can I can understand that, though. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't the greatest thing ever. I think... You know, if you rented this, you'd be like, okay, it was what it was. What it was. Yeah. A couple of days, play it, and you can take it back. Uh, definitely not one I would probably think you would want to purchase mm -hmm. if you hadn't played it, unless maybe you were a huge fan of the show. And I wonder if if someone was a big fan of the show, if maybe they would like this more. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say, because a, a lot of the you know games based off cartoons and, mm -hmm. and things of that nature didn't really super impress me a lot, so... Um, yeah, it's hard to say. But anyway, man, this has been a lot of fun. We got to do, dive into a lot of a lot of unique games and kind of oh, yes. see how uh, the world of retro gaming was. Anyway, Cooper, I appreciate you being on, man. Thank you. All right, thank you guys for checking out Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Of course, this has been Pirates of the Dark Water. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. It was a, it was a pretty interesting game. Um, Cooper was a very good gamer. Uh, he very patient gamer. I'm I'm not so much like that. I'm like, oh, this game sucks. Turn it off. Yeah, he was patient with a lot of the games, as you heard with you know with Daffy Duck and the Flintstones and others. He kind of he kind of took some time and figured them out. So, which that's something I've enjoyed about this format of getting different people able to play these games in different ways and kind of see what they're all about. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, I am going to uh, wrap up this episode. And as I do that, I'd like you to take a moment to check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Our flagship podcast drops every Monday. I'm sorry, every Sunday. I don't know why I said Monday. Every Sunday, uh, BreakerandBane.com, iTunes. Uh, we always have a special guest. Uh, this past Sunday, we had Handsome Jack Legacy, good friend of mine, uh, veteran wrestler from the Oklahoma and California area. He's kind of been all over the world. I think some, one everyone will enjoy. So check that out. Um, and, uh, also check out my t-shirt store, pro wrestling forward slash Brian breaker. I have 15 shirts available, including the new breaker and Bane buddy shirt, as well as, um, um, you know, numerous other Brian breaker and breaker in Bane shirts all available. They're all 1999. They're all made to order. So you purchase a shirt, they print it for you right then and there and ship it to your house. Uh, great quality. Everything they do is awesome. You can do regular shirts, soft style shirts. It doesn't matter. Pro Wrestling Tees makes it happen for you. So check them out, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash 
Brian Breaker. And of course, we have the new Breaker and Bane Halloween style shirt. This thing is awesome. It is for the 2018 Halloween season, something we have never done before, but it's a seasonal shirt. It's our Breaker and Bane logo redesigned with Halloween elements. You can get it in like a, we have it kind of set on a purple shirt, which we thought looked the coolest. Got some you know, some pumpkins, some skulls like that. And uh, actually puts, it says Breaker and Bane's Power Horror, which is uh, pretty cool. 2018 right there at the top. Uh, safe to say there will be a 2019 Breaker and Bane Halloween shirt. So if you don't have this or, you know, don't plan to get it, get it now because it's going to go away after Halloween. Um, and we, we really dig it. So make sure to pick that up. It's an awesome shirt. Um, and I think that is about all I got. I mean, you know, of course, check out Bane's album, Bane's World. Uh, rumor has it he's working on some new stuff. So uh, check out Bane's World. It's a really fun album, especially if you're a wrestling fan or a fan of hip hop. I think either way, you will enjoy it. It's great stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Or I'm sorry, Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. That shows you how tired I am. Yeah, I'm just exhausted. And um, thank you for checking out the show. Sorry it was late, but better late than never, right? We are here. We're making it happen. Next week will be another great show. Big underscore Bane will be joining me for four weeks. The next four weeks with Big underscore Bane right here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Your absolute favorite retro gaming podcast. So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get Big Bane over here soon so we can get these episodes knocked out and make them happen. Thank you guys for checking out Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And once again, joining me on this fantastic 16-bit journey through the world that is retro gaming. I'm Brian Breaker. This is Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And I'll see you guys in seven days.